Yo, 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 people, <laughs> we are dipping in with another episode of Chin Check, baby. So, um, yo, we covered the frights um, last episode, but this time we're just going to talk about a few things. You know what I mean? There's a few big things that have come up. So, that's what we're going to chat about. Maybe some other stuff, who knows? You know what I mean? But let's see. Yeah, let's just go with the fucking flow, right? Alright, people. Let's get this done. People, there are a few questions in combat sports that we had been waiting the answer for. You know, questions like When's Connor gonna fight again? Alright? Will Connor Rematch with Mayweather Is Mayweather Gonna fight again You know Um, When will Khabib Return Right there's a a few Questions that we've been Waiting answers for And one of those questions was Who is Mike Tyson Going to fight Because a few months ago it was announced Tyson is coming back Because we'd suddenly started to see Little videos You know on social media of Tyson Just killing it In training And it was just like yo what's happening here You know what I mean What is happening Because he had once said that He doesn't train I think it was Rogan He told Rogan that he doesn't train Because if he trained He'd get the taste for it And he doesn't want to unleash that animal So when we started to see this footage It was just like What is happening? Something's happening man And then it was announced Tyson said he was coming back But It then got clarified Right? That he was going to come back For an exhibition fight For charity Right, and you know, then suddenly loads of people are going, I want to fight, I want to fight, I want this fight. Of course, they wanted that fight because that fight, you know, that pay per view is going to make change because everyone wants to see what the fuck is gonna happen. So, we had all manner of people like Tyson Fury was like, oh, I'll take that fight. Yo, Tito Ortiz And a whole heap of other people You know But All of that got shot down You know And then we heard that he was looking for someone You know Who was kind of in the same situation So we then figured Okay, it's going to be another Veteran boxer But who? People, we now know it's Roy Jones Jr. And it's taking place on the 12th of September. So, oh, 
Now, the interesting thing, I think, is going to be eight rounds. Okay? I, I'd, I had thought that it would be less. You know, I thought they were going to do less rounds, visits exhibition, and the age. But it's eight. Right? So, and, and I think... Uh, I might be wrong, but I kind of feel that eight is the amateur. Will you fight an amateur? Now, I might be wrong there. But, yeah, I thought that was interesting. And already, already we're getting talk, right? Which, of course, we were going to, you know? Like, um, Anthony Joshua did an interview with Sky Sports. And he's just, you know, like, oh, yeah, good on him. But, you know, whoever wins, if they think they can... And it's just like, Anthony, calm down. You know, because Tyson Fury's name was out there at the very beginning... If Tyson really wanted to fight someone currently in the mix, he could have called for that fight, right? Could have called for that fight. I don't know if that fight would have been sanctioned, but Tyson understands. He's old. I mean, it's a different thing to fight, you know, one of these newer cats, right? But, and I kind of feel that Joshua knows that. But it's a good way to keep your name out there, right? Or, you know, try and pretend that, oh, yeah, he, Tyson might call me out. And he's just like, look, we know that Tyson ain't calling you out, son. Come on now. Let's be realistic here. But, yeah, like, Joshua in his last fight, he won, right? And he did everything he needed to win. You can't really fault that. And especially after getting knocked out in the first fight. But I think the big thing about that last fight for Joshua was it was clear Ruiz was not in good shape. It was it was clear. And we also saw moments in that fight where Ruiz just looked like a mess. And the big thing was Joshua at no point tried to force the advantage. At no point did he jump on the holes that were there. Which I think made people question. You know, you watched that fight and you kind of felt to yourself, I I can't see Joshua beating Fury. And, um, I, I, yeah, I can't see him... Beating just a number of those dudes, right? You're just thinking, mm, I don't know. I forget the name of the dude Fury beat. It's really irritated. The name is just, boom, my mind is blank. But I can't see him beating him either. Right, so Joshua, you know, he wants to stay relevant, Right. That's why he's been calling for the Fury fight. Because the next guy, he hits hard and maybe knocks him out. Maybe he does what Ruiz Jr. did. I think that's a thing going through Joshua's head. And so, yeah, get the Fury fight. Get the big money fight while you can. 
So that's why he makes this ridiculous comment about the Tyson fight. But now that is out the way, the fight itself, it is intriguing. It is intriguing. And, you know, let's let's look at it, right? <laughs> Roy Jones Jr., he is the younger guy. Roy Jones, he's um he's 51. I do believe that's right. Yeah, I think he's 51. Um now I think the interesting thing about this, I he's got a great if we just look at his record before firstly, right? 75 fights, 66 wins. 47 knockouts and 9 losses and really those 9 losses they came at the end of the career for the most part Joe for the most part they came towards the end of the career and there was the DQ loss to Griffin but I mean come on that was because Jones just, yeah, he just landed those late shots, you know, while he was down, yeah, just some craziness, but really, yeah, he didn't lose, he didn't lose it, he threw that shit away, alright, so, yeah, the real losses came towards the end, and they came when he probably, yeah, in, in fights he shouldn't have been fucking with, you know, but Let's think about it, man. He, um, in his amateur career, so he won a silver at the Moscow Goodwill Games. He got a silver at the Olympics where he should have got gold. He was screwed. And it was, it was clear that he got screwed. But then he goes professional. And he wins titles in four weight classes. I how crazy is that? How crazy middleweight, super middleweight, light heavyweight, and heavyweight. What? What is and you know he started his career as a junior middleweight. It's just phenomenal. And remember Jones at his peak. When he was just hands at his side and just, you know, neoing it. Like neoing before there was neo. Just the way he would move and just avoid the shots. It was phenomenal. So, yeah, Roy Jones, man. That's something, right? Um, I think the the thing about this fight as well, you know, Roy Jones, he's his last fight was what twenty seventeen, or or it was twenty eighteen. It it was one of those, right? Which is kind of crazy. You know, that's a, it's an insane kind of thing. But he has been active more recently than Tyson. Ain't that's the big thing here. You know, 
Like, Tyson's been away from the sport for a long ass time. But yeah, Jones, he's been in there. So I think that is definitely something that should be fooled about. You know what I mean? Now, Tyson on the flip side, the baddest man on the planet. Kid Dynamite. I mean, Iron Mike. He had, uh, he was just the most talked about man on the planet at that period of time, remember? You know, 58 fights. 50 wins, 44 knockouts, just six losses, two no contests. Pretty friggin' impressive. Pretty impressive, man. Like, you know, he was the undisputed champion. WBA, WBC, IBF. He, like, he did it. And I believe, um, yeah, I I believe that he had the most title defenses as champion, something like that. I think so. Um, I might be wrong, right? But yeah, Tyson was an animal, and you know, yeah, he lost some fights at the end of the career, right? But. You know, they, you could see that Tyson wasn't really in it. You know what I mean? I, like, he was clearly fighting at a point because Don King is a dirty motherfucker. You know, Don King should have gone to jail for the shit he done. You know? Like, and I mean to Tyson. I think he went to jail for some other shit later on But he should have just gone to jail for that Because he's a dirty fuck man But yeah Tyson Like he was in there when he shouldn't have been At one point You know And it's just like when you think that He was fighting when he was 13 You know he came from a terrible background A fucking terrible background His father figure you know, was his trainer, Cuss, and then, yeah, Cuss dies, you know, so Tyson's just on his own, I, I, man, I couldn't imagine that shit, you know what I mean, so, it's kind of crazy, it's kind of crazy when you look at Tyson's career, and everything that happened, so, it's interesting, that he's coming back for this exhibition fight And we've seen the footage And he looks phenomenal in the footage No doubt, man No doubt Now Is it a load of supercuts put together? Of course it is You know, like No one knows How long he actually spars for and what he's like after that. You know what I mean? Is he fighting for a minute and then he's blowing like a motherfucker? Like, we don't know. We don't know. But you have to kind of think. He's taking this fight. Right? And yes, Roy Jones is old. Yeah, 
Is Roy Jones past his time? Yeah, of course. But so is Tyson. I don't believe either of them are thinking anything different. But having them against each other makes it interesting. Right? Makes it interesting. Because, you know, we've seen. Look, as I said, Roy Jones Jr. has fought. More recently than Tyson He hasn't looked like You know Sensational in those fights He wasn't knocking people out In his last fight It went to a decision But he won it Right So having these two fight That's interesting You know Like Tyson is The straight up heavyweight Yeah Roy went up to that you know, he won. It was a crazy. But he's not necessarily a heavyweight. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, Roy has a reach advantage for sure. Can Roy still move like Roy did? Can Tyson touch him? Because, yeah, he, looking at what Tyson... Is showing in the footage. You still kind of feel. If he touches you. It's lights fucking out. So. God damn I am interested in this fight. And I'm interested for what it is. I don't expect it to be. You know. Like Fury Joshua. I'm not looking it for it to be that. But it's going to be interesting people. And I guarantee that the pay-per-view show exactly the same thing. When those numbers come in, yeah, people wanted to see. And, hey, the money's going to charity, so it's kind of a win-win. We get to see Tyson have some fun. It makes a bank of money. Money goes to charity. It's all good. Alright, so, yeah, roll on September, man. Let's see what's going down. Kind of feel Tyson, though, right? If you had to take a choice right now, I know, man, I'm kind of just saying Tyson. Just because, what a fucking story that is. You know what I mean? But, yeah, we will find out. And more training footage will be coming. You can bet on that. So, uh, hey, let's see what fucking happens. Okay, people, so, do you remember UFC 250? Nunes versus Spencer. That was meant to be a two-title fight card. Because on that fight card, we were meant to see current flyweight champion Valentina the Bullet Shevchenko putting her belt on the line against Joe Joe Calderwood. Mad Mofo Joe. Right, that was meant to happen. But an Injury Force a delay And it seems That uh, Yeah, unfortunately Shevchenko has got another injury 
right? So that means Calderwood sitting out, right? No, Calderwood decided that she, uh, yeah, she was going to take a fight, right? And um, yes, so she is fighting next weekend Where she's going to be facing Jennifer Meyer On the Bronson Shabassian card Right, which is, uh, yeah, it's pretty big, man Like, um, Meyer, she was the Invicta flyweight champion Um... Calderwood did fight in Invicta And she won all her fights But before she could challenge for the belt That's when she was brought into um, The Ultimate Fighter Right, where, um, you know, she did alright She got to the, the quarterfinals Unfortunately, she lost to Rose Nanamumez But we already know that Fug Rose She's a talented son of a bitch, right? You know what I mean? She was the champion. So, yeah, JoJo, she's, you know, she's lost, but she's lost to top competition. And when you look at her record, right, she is 14 and 4. Right? So that's not that bad. It's not that bad. And you have to think about it, right? When you look at it and think, okay, she had a title shot. She was guaranteed a title shot So why Why would she Throw that away You know Why should Would she Not wait And fight Shevchenko for the belt Why would she risk it all Because we've seen On a few occasions Someone Has decided to take a fight and they've lost You know Cowboy Cerrone Like Hey Recently Tony Ferguson Could have waited But he didn't He um, Decided that No He is Going To uh, Wait He's go- No He's not going to wait around He's going to fight And he's going to fight the next in line but this is what you have to remember, right? So, Calderwood, when you look at the division, okay, you've got um, currently, okay, so Molly McCann is at 15, Ji Young Kim is 14 and teen, Antonia Shevchenko is 13, Montana De La Rosa is 12. Alexis Davis is 11 Macy Barber is 10th Andrea Lee is 9th Viviana Arajo is 8th Roxanne Modafari is 7th Maya is 6th Jessica I is 5th Lauren Murphy is 4th So currently, Cynthia Calveo, she's second, right? And Caitlin Kajajian, she's first. Now, Calderwood, you know, when she looks at her fellow flyweights, 
Coldwood feels she can beat them all. You know, she, um, look, she has fought Kajajian and she lost a decision. But when you look at that fight, right, Calderwood was winning that fight. And I, you know, I think she lost because in the third round, she taunted Kajadian. Right, so she wasn't throwing at the end, right? And Kagadian was throwing, and I think she landed. And when the judges looked at that, they might have thought, hey, Calderwood, she's not doing anything. Kagadian gets the win. But yeah, watch the fight, and Jojo was doing a thing early on. She's already beat Andrea Lee. So, the only person in that list who she's lost to is Cynthia Calveo, right? Um, So, you know, Jojo feels that she is one of the best flyweights in the world. So, if you feel you're one of the best flyweights in the world, you know, you know that Jojo feels that she can beat Shevchenko, right? She, she's been training. She's got John friggin' Wood as her coach. John Wood is a don. You know what I mean? He, when we look at some of the best trainers in the game, John Wood has to be brought up in that, right? So she's got him in her corner. Training her And she's already been training for Shevchenko Right So she's already been training for that And when we look at Shevchenko And we look at her skill set God damn She is so talented right She is so Talented She's got a black I think she's second degree Dan You know She's she, she's great on the ground. She's phenomenal striking and kicking. She can wrestle. So Calderwood has been training to match all of that. She's been training to match all of that. So you feel you're the you know the best flyweight out there. You've been training. To counter attacks from wrestling, jiu-jitsu, striking, kicking. So why the fuck are you going to fear anyone else in that division? Why are you going to fear them? You're not. And this is the thing, right? So there's many people that will say, oh, I'm the best out there. But they won't want to fight everyone. But if you feel you're the best, why wouldn't you take another fight? Right? Why wouldn't you? Yes, there is a risk in it. And, you know, obviously, everyone says, hey, everyone's got a striker's chance. Shit can happen. You know, Matt Sarah got caught with the spinning elbow, the back fist from Shoney Carter, right? Ben Askren got hit with Mascaval's knee. 
there are things that can happen, but when you've drilled, when you've trained, that's not in your mind. You're not thinking, oh, I could get caught with something. No, you're thinking, I have trained long and hard. I am great on my feet. I'm great on the ground. I can stuff takedown attempts. I know how to get up. Why the fuck am I fearing anyone? And you think about Jojo, right? She, yo, she started in Mai Tai. Started in Mai Tai. Shevchenko started in Mai Tai. So, Jojo, you know, she's won titles in Mai Tai. So, she knows her striking is on point. If you look at some of her early fights, and especially like the Invicta fights, when she was wearing the tartan skirt, you know, Dr. Neville, she was taking names, she was lighting people up, she was phenomenal, now, like, since being in the UFC, there's definitely been times when she hasn't shown us everything, you know, but when Jojo is firing on all cylinders, hey, she could be unstoppable, and I, I think Wood is bringing that out of her, Wood is making her a more complete fighter and just giving her the confidence. So I can fully see why she took the Maya fight. Right? I can fully see why she's just like, I right, I'm gonna beat Maya. You know? So I wanna be active. And then when Shipchenko comes back in a few months, I'm gonna beat her. Right, so that's why Calderwood took the Maya fight. Right, because she believes in her abilities. That's why she did it. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm really looking forward to that fight. Because I do believe Calderwood will win it. You know, she's definitely got the skills to win it. And yeah. I think she will. Now, I think we've seen Maya look good. We've definitely seen her look good. Right? But, yeah, you know, Kajajian was sensational against Maya in um, her last fight. Right? So, yeah, I kind of, you know, looking at that, I just think... You know, Caldwood matches up well against Kajian. So, yeah, I just don't think that, you know, yes, Maya could win that fight. But as a risk, it's not really, you know, when you look at it, when you break it down. It's not the worst risk to take. So, hey, hats off to Caldwood. You know, to, for wanting to be active, for wanting to fight, right? Gotta give props to Calderwood, man. And, um, yeah, I cannot wait for the 1st of August to see her do her thing. Yeah, I think it's going to be great. So, uh, yeah, we will be breaking down that card um, 
properly next week. But uh, yeah, because I've definitely seen people in you know online talking about why would Calderwood give up her 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 known title fight for this. So I figured, hey, let's talk about that shit. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's what I believe happened. I mean, I haven't heard her do any interviews, but yeah, I I could guarantee that's what she feels. So um, hey, let's just see what happens next week, right? Okay, people. So before we go, I figured let's take a look at tomorrow's card. Okay, so we've now had the weigh-ins and. All our main people made weight. Whitaker and Till both came in at 186. So that is all good. Rua and Nog both 206. Vadum, he was 242. And Gustafson was 240. Um, I forget what Vadum weighed. For his last fight I don't necessarily think he was Huge, huge He was just mad out of shape So, you know We'll see how Vadum does this time around Now, the only fighter to miss weight Was Francisco Trinaldo Who's in the headliner of the prelims Against Jay Herbert so Trinaldo hit 160. Yeah, so he is four pounds over the um the weight limit. You know, because you're allowed a pound either side. So Herbert, he came in at 156, so he's golden. And uh yeah, Trinaldo is four over. Now this is problematic, right? Because, you know, it's a tough fight for Herbert. But I kind of, I think I called her, you know, I gave the fight to Herbert in my breakdown. Right? Um, but when Trinaldo's coming in heavier. And, you know, when they, you know, hit the, hit the ring tomorrow. What's Trinaldo going to weigh then? Now, I know in some places there is a percentage that you have to be at. You know, so when you enter the ring, they'll weigh you so you can't come in. Like, Trinaldo wouldn't be able to come in at, like, 170, 180. Right? But I don't know what the what the situation is. In uh, in Yaz, so yeah, it, it's it's very problematic because it was gonna be a, a you know it's a tough debut fight for Herbert, but yeah, Trinaldo heavy, mm, it is dirty, man. It is dirty. Now Herbert does get thirty percent of Trinaldo's purse, but yeah, you know. It's just a shame. It's just a shame, man. You know? Now, looking at some of the other fights, because everyone else made weight. 
right? But there's two people that are extremely interesting here. So in the Tom Aspinall, Jay Jay Courier fight. So Aspinall, he's making his debut. Um, And Courier. Oh, so this is a heavyweight fight, right? So they're both gonna, they're both big boys. Aspinall, he's 248. Coolier, though, 264. 264. It seems crazy, right? That is heavy. That's so friggin' heavy. I yeah, it's 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 crazy. You know, I don't know if he normally comes in, you know, like that. I don't know what he weighed in his last fight. But boy, that's big. That's real friggin' big. You know what? I just took a look at Sheer Dog and Kulia. He previously was fighting at light heavyweight. So, obviously, he's just fighting at heavyweight because, you know, we're in a pandemic. But, yeah, I think when you've usually fought at um, light heavyweight, and this is your first time at heavyweight, and you come in that heavy, ooh, that's a little problematic, you know what I mean? That's a little problematic, right? And um, then we've got um, Tana Bozier, his opponent, Rafael Passaro. He's, oh, he's coming heavy as well. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he has come in. Heavy, <laughs> so it's a little crazy, man. It really is. So Pazio is two sixty four as well. Bosa's two thirty five. You ain't two thirty five, but Pazio's two sixty four. So interestingly enough, right? You um. You look at his record on Sheer Dog, he they've got his weight at 247. So I'm assuming 247 was probably what he weighed in his last fight against Jeff Hughes. So whoa. He's come in so heavy. And this is the thing with him and Collier. If you've never fought at that weight, I think it's going to be problematic for you. You know, especially when your opponent is lighter. Do you think, like, Boza is 30 pounds lighter than Posia. And we saw how Boza moved in his last fight. And so you've got the movement. But then you've got, how's their stamina going to be? Like, can they do 15 hard minutes? Can they do five hard minutes? You know, so if Aspinall and Boza 
take it to these dudes Hard in the first round Right, that could definitely be some of the strategy Going hard in that first round Make them work Then, you know, second round They could be done They could be done With the fact that they've come in like that So, yeah, you know, we have got some interesting fights, right? But I did think these weight issues I think those numbers did pose some interesting questions You know, everyone else, hey, they've made weight They, you know, they're looking good Like Gustafson looks fine Coming in at heavyweight And you think When he actually steps into the octagon We know that they're not actually going to be 205 So, yeah, it's kind of interesting to know what Gustafson would be in the octagon I'm thinking maybe 215 Something like that, right? So, but maybe 240 as he's walk around Right, before he starts to cut when he gets into camp which wouldn't necessarily be problematic Right, so yeah I, I think the real issues here Are um, Yeah Jake Crillier And Raphael Passasso But uh, yeah We will find out people Tomorrow night UFC On ESPN 14 Whitaker V Hill Woo I can't friggin' wait So, um, people Hey, we're done Alright, peace Okay, people So, we're drawing to the end But, um, let's check out some fights that have, uh, been announced Right, so, um, next weekend on the 1st of August There's a lot of action going on there So um, Lando Venata Is um, rematching with Bobby Green That's going to be a fun fight You know And Bobby Green looked great in his last outing So woo. Uh, Also on that card uh, Ed Herman Is um, going to be fighting Gerard Marshart Um we have got Tevin Giles is going to be fighting um, Kevin Holland, who's replacing JY Park. Um, and they've also added uh, Jamal Embers against Tamir Valev. Oh. <laughs> 1st of August is going to be pretty sick There's also people You know we got that new main event Edmund Shabashian against Derek Brunson um, I heard it's only been 3 rounds I mean I get it But urgh. You know what I mean They've got an extra week to put in You know that little bit more work for those extra 2 <laughs> You know, then it's a survival of the fittest But, yo, I don't even think it's going that long You know what I mean? 
Um, so what else have we got happening? Alright, so the 22nd of August. Um, we this is gonna be good, man. Tasashi Sato is gonna be fighting Daniel Rodriguez, and Rodriguez has looked sensational in his um first few fights. So yeah, that'll be something. Also, on the 29th of August, Alex Cazares will be fighting um, Giga Kadezi. That's going to be interesting, man. Because Giga has looked good. But what's he going to be like on the ground? You know what I mean? That's going to be the big question that gets answered in this fight. Right? And then on the 5th, of September we are going to have um, Bartos Fabinski against Andre Munez so um yeah all of that shit is looking fun man some good shit to look forward to but people we are done this is us so um hey tomorrow it happens the last Fight Island card, Whitaker v Till. And if you want to know what the thinking is, check out episode 60 for that breakdown. Otherwise, people, enjoy the fights and we will catch you on Monday. All right? Peace.